This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is... You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome one and all to the Back of the Desk Preview Podcast. My God, it's been a while since I said that. We're here to look ahead to Arsenal's trip to Sellers Park, where Palace will be looking to go seven unbeaten. And only one defeat in 11 or something along the lines of that. Heskiff. Hello. It's just me and you today. Albert is, um, is sick. I mean, it's been quite a tumultuous time for us between me having a kid um well not me my wife having a kid should I say um, very tumultuous if it was you <laughs> me getting then getting a what's it called a norovirus um Albert getting covid and then falling down with something else straight after not knowing what it is you smashing up your knee me, yep and my fridge <laughs> and <you're... laughs> with my knee with your knee. oh is that how it happened you what, what did you run yeah, out, uh, run out was, of lemony water or something? I did. I was running out of filtered tap water. Um, <laughs> I was actually running after my dog. <laughs> uh, and I slipped and I went knee first into the fridge, which now has a dent in it. And my knee sort of turned yellow and black for about a week. <laughs> you should have uh, seen it's your fine fridge. Now. It, I, I mean, it's fine. It gave me something to moan about, which is fun. <laughs> um, yeah, so... God, what was the last preview you did? Was it City? Ooh, yeah, I think it was. I think it might... And mm. I had to do the the intro. Uh, mm. And I just never know how long you go on with preview podcast. And I think I went way too long. So uh, I've got some work to do next time you're off. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, God knows. I assume it's fairly consistent. Um, who knows? It also depends how much, you know, are the kids sleeping in the background, so do I need to keep it down or not? <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, just say, I remember you guys saying you weren't sure the baby's name yet, so I went with Ellis for a first name and Julian and Wilfred for the middle names. Oh. Wilfred, Wilfred was close to the first name. That was, I, re- I reckon I got fairly close, but um, she kind of shut it down in the last couple of weeks. Be like, no, I can't do it. Well, a, a great name nonetheless, and two wonderful middle names. I don't think anyone can complain about that. Mm, yes. Um, yeah, it's 
quite the change to life, but another Palace fan in the world will will get him down to sell us as soon as possible. But um, has, has he got a little Palace kit already? Um, he doesn't actually, um, because they didn't. Have, I went into the club shop the other day to try and get all, all his stuff because I wanted to get one for the toddler as well, but didn't actually have him in the kid sizes. So I've got to order online. Um, he actually has a Milan kit though because that was bought for him by my Milan mate immediately. <laughs> so. Need to need to step up and get him a Palace one, but he'll have it in time for the FA Cup semi final. That's for sure. Um, yes. So we've made an FA Cup semi final. We, I mean, absolutely put Evan to the sword. Um, no thanks to Andros Townsend, or all thanks to Andros Townsend getting <laughs> yeah. soon, a, a hor- horrible injury at his age and this stage of his career. But um, yeah, that we were terrible before that. I was really worried. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, I, maybe don't ask Frank Lampard what he thought of the game because if if he tells <laughs> it, we we've at the most jammy team of all time. Um, no, it was great though. I mean, yeah, like you say, first ten minutes or whatever, fifteen minutes wasn't great uh, until Andros, a- agent Andros, unfortunately got injured, and then it sort of seemed to flick a switch, and then we just looked great having having Wilf Ebbs. Gallagher, Elise, in a sort of in a line, all all pass the ball in one move to each other was pretty special. I think it's something we've all been wanting all season, isn't it really? So, yeah. Uh, yeah, good fun. What I loved about it was the um, while Townsend was down, there was six or seven of them in the middle of the pitch, all in a circle, just having a set two with each other, just properly, like you know working out what was going wrong. And the fact that they did that themselves showed the maturity mm-hmm. and and the respect they have for each other in the bunch to actually then literally, it, it was like a flip switch. And from that point on, it was all over forever. <laughs> really yeah. as a... And that, and that's, that's a really good point because I think something that we've been critical of in the past few seasons is you don't seem to see that sort of leadership on the pitch. And you know, if there was an injury break or a drinks break or something, you'd you'd notice the teams that would all go and talk to the manager or talk to each other because we would just sort of be hanging about. Yeah. So yeah, it was very noticeable and, and obviously did the trick. So yeah, mm. double thumbs up for that. Yeah, and then of course we scored from a set play, an average goal, a flute goal, and an average goal. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll take four average flute goals all day long, mate. Don't worry about it. And of course, now it's been announced on the day of recording that tickets have gone on sale for the semi-final. Um, gone to Ticketmaster. The box office have gone, no, nah, look, we can't do this. We're, we're out of our depth with Brentford away when it's under 3,000. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not I sure we should be trying to do 35,000 or whatever it is. I also really like that the tweet about having to sort of log in and set all this stuff up on Ticketmaster was sent at like 5.29, yeah. where the box office have clearly gone... Send tweet, log off, fuck off home before it all kicks off. <laughs> um, it seems fairly easy to link everything on the website. Um, it's nuts that they've done it and they go on sale tomorrow. Um, you're obviously going to get loads of complaints for that, especially when they then announce a tour to Australia and then the tickets are immediately on sale. It's like available by now. Like, what? What? Come on. Um, but yeah, so we were talking before, we're sort of going um, behind the behind the goal, block next to the HF. Bit, That's bit the too, aim. Bit, bit too old for um, the jumping up and down all games, so I need to just um, ease off to the side slightly. 
Yeah, I mean, my knees weren't great to start with, but after the collision with my <laughs> triple size American fridge, I think my jumping up and down days are, well, they're not over, but I have to d- limit them somewhat. But I, <laughs> like it, this, this Ticketmaster thing, I feel a bit like a teacher that's on a school trip trying to make sure everyone's got their permission slip from their parents and stuff because over like three or four different WhatsApps, I'm trying to get people, make sure you've logged in, make sure your client reference is in there, make, tell me when you've done it, let me add you. If it, you know, stay online in case it doesn't add you. And then periodically having to calm down Albert, who doesn't <laughs> understand a queuing system because he hasn't read the instructions <laughs> or whatever. So if we get tickets, it will be a miracle. Yes, it, I'm sure it'd be fine. Um always is at Wembley and it's nice that you you know get everyone all goes together in a group because you know mm-hmm. home games you all split out here and there away games not everyone goes to all the time so it's going to be nice to have everyone in and around each other um how do you feel about the Chelsea game at Judge who who would you have preferred either of the other teams yeah I mean, it sounds it sounds kind of stupid because to say I'd prefer Liverpool Man City but I think I mentioned this when we played them the, the preview we did before we played them in the league where I just feel I just never see us beating them like I just think they're like a robot that just has our number um whereas for whatever stupid reason even though our record against Liverpool is pretty shit of late I just feel like we get opportunities against them and Man City obviously we do all right um but honestly I mean they're what the top three teams in the league aren't they so Mm. whoever we get is going to be we're the one that they all three of them wanted, put it that way. Yeah, it's true. It was a before the draw because the draw was before Liverpool Forest. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what do you want here? Do you want to do you want to get Liverpool Forest and then hope that Forest find a way? And they nearly did. Like for I thought Forest are very unlucky in that game, but um, yeah, it's going to be tough, isn't it? It's it's the the top three, the country against um, little old Palace, but. Hey, yeah. we've unbeaten against Man City this season. We've had our, we always had our moments against Liverpool down the years, and there's been some moments against Chelsea as well. So you never know. I'll t- I'll take getting to an FA Cup semi final at the beginning of the season. So just mm. to be in, just being is better than I thought. I just wanted a cup goal at the beginning of the season. To be honest, so <laughs> yeah, it's true. I'm fine with it. Indeed, um, phew, blimey. But yeah, getting excited for that. Really, really excited. Um, got a fantastic day planned already. And just let's hope for some good weather and a competitive game. I think it will be. Uh, give yeah. them a good game at Celeste and quietly confident. I don't know why. I just I've got a feeling that. I don't know. Just I, I've got the same feeling. I had the same feeling from the third round this year as I did in 2016. I just like had a feeling we were going to get to the final. And I have the same feeling. Well, so, great. Fingers crossed. Um, three England internationals off the back of this cup run and the good form that we've had in the league this season. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll claim Conor Gallagher for ourselves at, at, this, jun- at this juncture. Uh, weren't in the squad when he was playing for West Brom or Chelsea, was he? So He was not. <laughs> and then um, Mark Gay and... Perhaps the one that we feel all feel the most about, Tyrick Mitchell. Um, just absolutely unbelievable uh, that seeing him come on and then start for England on yeah. Tuesday night. Brilliant stuff. I mean, 
I actually watched a couple of England games, but I can't remember <laughs> the last time I did that. We, had, we, but it was funny. We had someone, we had a friend over for dinner. Uh, who do they play for? Switzerland for the Switzerland mm-hmm. game, and we were having a chat in the other room. We had the telly on. And then I got a text saying, I've just seen Mitchell, he's coming on. And like mid-sentence, I was like, you've got to hold that thought. And then me, me and Vanessa like legged it in the front room to watch to watch Ty come on. And our, fr- our friend, you know, she sort of likes Palace because of us. But we were like, look, you just, it's like we're his parents. This is the biggest day of his <laughs> life. Like, um, but yeah, it was great to see him. And, and I, from what I saw of him, he looked good, you know. He, he wasn't phased. Same, same with Gay, and, and I think Gallagher got man of the match, didn't he, in the first one? Uh, um, yeah, I think he did. Yeah, because yeah, he got the got assist for Luke Shaw. Um, really ropey start for the first forty minutes. Odd for England weren't very good, but Conor Gallagher was yeah, obviously just being himself, trying to make stuff happen regardless. And um, yeah, I think he ended up getting it. So yeah, it's great. I mean, it's. Uh, you know, it's testament to how well they've done and what we've done as a club this season, obviously, to get in the squad. But for them to then play and look as comfortable and as impressive as they did is is even better, really. So very happy for them all. Yeah, I've seen it. So Mark Gay won the handball for the penalty against Switzerland. Um, as everyone claims, that's a fantasy football assist. So um, yep. <laughs> we'll take it. And... Um, Weirdly, coming out of it, a uh, Tyrant Mitchell and um, Jack Grealish love affair seems to have blossomed. Like Jack yeah, Grealish, I... really, really praising him on Twitter. I think um, you think Jack's trying to get in the door at Palace. He's seen that he's seen the ways of Super Pat Vieira, and he wants to get involved. Yeah, I didn't think <laughs> of it that way, but yeah, that's exactly what it is. I mean, I I think Grealish is good good for a place on the bench. Yeah, I was, I was thinking that it, it, it'd be quite expensive to sit on the bench. Don't really see where he fits in. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's not going to push Schluppy off, is he? So, <laughs> yeah. nice try, Jack. Oh my God, could you, could you imagine that? With just um, Kiate, you need to do everything over here because it's going to be Grealish, Elise, Zaha, <laughs> Eze, and Gallagher, <laughs> and Edward or something ahead. Yeah, blimey, that'd be fun. Uh, but yeah, it was, uh, you know. Don't know where that came from, but Grealish obviously likes him, and I guess he's just that no nonsense sort of fullback who just is looking to get Grealish on the ball as much as possible down that side. So it makes makes sense that he'd like him, um, and always tirelessly offers the run on the overlap in those games. Yeah. He was, you know, flashed a really dangerous ball across the box in um, in one of the games. I think it was the Ivory Coast game. So yeah, really impressive debut for him. I mean, I think we all know realistically he's probably. A little bit off of the, you know, the first team when you've you take into account Ben Chilwell and Luke Shaw when they're completely fit, um, but he's doing all the right things, progressing with each with each few months that goes, he just gets better and better. So why not? You know, you know, cements down that attacking part of the game, which he's still, which he's again just improved dramatically on. His delivery is really really good, improved a lot. He's understanding of when to make runs and what runs to make is growing so why not why not go on go on Tyreek love it mate absolutely love it and of course these um, making the FA Cup semi-final and getting the three internationals spawned the Scotty Stacks freestyle Scotty Stacks from the Manor um, with we've particularly picked out the line that goes um, Paul Pat, Pat Vieira Paul from the Francais Riviera down to South Londres Anglaterra Bit of bit of 
French rap in there for you, Heskiff. <laughs> Perfect. Um, yeah, that was that was great. That was really good. Um, I think unanimously across like every platform I saw it on, it was just Palace fans being like, "Fucking hell, this is the best." Yeah. So uh, <laughs> yeah, he's 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 done an absolute. He's done the business for that. Yeah, really has. And um, if you don't know who Scotty Stacks is, you could listen to the Manor, uh, South London legends that they are. Um, would fully recommend going to one of their gigs if you've never been to one of their gigs before or on Tuesday nights either at 7.30 or 8 um, he does he hosts a Twitter space with friend of the pod uh, Ojo Walker on Twitter who's been on the pod appeared on the pod a few times in the past um, and who's the other guy There's Jay Knox the DJ Jay Knox, yeah yeah so and that's always good for a laugh if you drop in there and listen to that um what else we had (laughs) react poor the boxer the um the guy who's coming out to glad all over and wearing the palace crest on his um shorts obviously um after the three play players played for england that night at wembley arena straight after the game um he scored the, the knockout um, to win HF in the crowd singing Palace songs banners up only to in the immediate aftermath <laughs> tweet tweet starting to appear which seemed to say that he might be a Millwall fan <laughs> what, what do you think is going on here yeah well a bit like watching England I, I don't really watch much boxing to be honest but I was like it's on we'll put it on he's got he's got the Palace crest on his on his shorts and that uh, and you can hear the HF all the way through the fight I was like, yeah, this is pretty cool. I could get into this. And then, yeah, the next day I was like, why? Everyone was very like high on him. And then the next day everyone was like giving him shit. And I was like, this is a weird turnaround. What's he said? <laughs> like, what's happened? <laughs> and then, yeah, there's a picture of him outside the den in a Millwall hat, I think, being like, tough game today against Bradford <laughs> from yeah. like six years ago. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't really care. To be honest, I yeah, didn't know who he was a couple of years ago. So <laughs> I think it's a it's probably a case of he doesn't give a shit about football much at all, but knows it's a route into building yeah. a fan base, right? And um, we have a a pretty vociferous fan base and a loyal fan base, and if you get us behind you, then we, you know, it's going to be good for him. But yeah, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. Uh, those pictures aren't good and. The tweets were hastily deleted, so yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's not a great look. It's not, is it? But if it, you know, it, if he was just trying to get a fan base behind him, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't like being used like that. I hope that's not no. The case. I think that's the thing. Like, there was quite a few of the HF there went there, and I'm sure the tickets weren't super cheap. So it's a bit shit to sort of mm. latch onto that if you if you genuinely don't don't care, but. Yeah, yeah, I mean, well, I'm not going we'll to see this. I'll see. I haven't heard anything about it yet from him, but uh, just pretend it didn't happen. I think he's going to, it will be. Yeah. And no one's, let's be honest, no one's going to argue with him. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You support who you want, Richard. <laughs> yeah, especially, um, yeah, that, that bright hand is something special. Um, it could knock you all the way down under to, to Melbourne, mate. And these are the segues that I wasn't doing when I was hosting, <laughs> mate. So, 
This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Now, what's ridiculous about this is I have a very good friend uh, who I grew up with who moved moved to Melbourne about eight or nine years ago. Um, and he's going to be in fucking London <laughs> when oh. Palace are in Melbourne. <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, it's kind of pretending that I would have been there. I would have loved to have been there. And if he was there and I hadn't just had a kid maybe I would have made an effort to get out there to just been you know I've always wanted to go to Melbourne so here's my opportunity um and it's at the MCG as well like I would love to go but not going to happen but uh good exposure for the club on the world scale yeah I suppose I mean I got a text I got a mate who who lives down there he's actually a West Ham fan and unfortunately um, but he he texted me. He was like, "Oh, so his adopted team in in Australia's Melbourne." And he was like, "You're going to come and see, going to come and see my boys." And I was like, "Mate, I've not left the country in two and a half years. <laughs> so if if I you know get to the fucking south coast, I'll be happy." And then he called me an armchair fan. So that's where we're at. Yeah, I mean, there will be some people who make the journey. That's for sure. Like, yeah. Um... Oh yeah. And to do it at that. Uh, yeah, the, that massive cricket round would be great. Mm. Um, and, you know, I mean, there's tons of expats there anyway. Football's getting bigger and bigger over there. And to, you know, we're playing Manu. I think Manu are playing three games and we're playing three games, aren't we? So to do the same sort of tours as those big clubs, I suppose, is it's all a marketing thing, isn't it? So I'm sure yeah. it'll, it'll get I us guess, some new fans. I mean, I guess we're... We must be known in Australia. We've had yeah. our fair share of Australians down the years, more than most clubs, I'd imagine. If you're like looking back, you, Craig Moore, Craig Foster, Nicky Rizzo, mm-hmm. um, Carl um, moving up to um, Jedinak, Muscat. Popovich. Uh, Popovich, yeah. You know, they must know who we are by now. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sure. By I'm now, sure. But yeah, no, I'd, I'd yeah, I'd love to go, but it's just it's not going to happen at this moment in time for me. Um, I'm still, I'm of, still. I was going to say on. I'm still holding out for a, another away trip in France somewhere, so I can visit my mum and go and watch Palace. That would be nice. Yeah, yeah, Metz was lovely. Metz is Metz was a lovely little town. Didn't go to Metz. <laughs> so that's annoying. Missed out. Missed out getting. I did go to I did go to the Switzerland game where it was like twenty eight pi- pounds a pint. So I think yeah. I picked the wrong game there. To be honest, <laughs> I yeah I can't believe how expensive Switzerland is. Oh, it's like the bill coming for like a, two croissants and two coffees and it being about thirty two pound. I mean, like, what? <laughs> excuse me, I think you've made a mistake. <laughs> yeah, I wanted one, not one box. Like <laughs> Yeah, but um, 
I think we might need every team to play in a stadium the size of the MCG if we're going to fit all the substitutes into the stadium. Uh. Seems like Jurgen Klopp has finally got his own way after fucking persistent moaning. Um, he is going tweeted, to be... Like, as absolutely. I tweeted today, he's a plague on, on our game. He is. And he needs to be stopped. <laughs> he's going to be gurning his absolute tits off at this news. Like, his whole thing about... Uh, uh, some of one of his arguments was like, well, we've got so many world-class players, it's not fair that they're not playing as much. Well, don't buy them then. <laughs> you exactly. idiot. And then, and then he said, oh, I'm sorry, all these, all these clubs at the bottom complaining. If you're bottom with three subs, you'll be bottom with five. That's not an argument. I, I, honestly, I hate it. Like, if, if both teams make all five subs, then that's like literally half of the outfield players on the pitch will have changed. That's, it's done. Um, yeah. I mean, we've, oh, we've been through it before, but yeah, it doesn't benefit anyone except the top three or four, does it? I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's a nonsense. Um, I don't like I mean, it. it's interesting because I've, I've seen some people argue it doesn't impact us as much now as it would have done a year ago or two years ago because we've got a lot more depth in that squad. But I don't think it's the principle of the thing, but it should be a fair and level playing field. And it's already not a fair and level playing field in many aspects. And then to say, just to hand them, if you've got all these world-class players, play them. Like rotate your your squad and give them game time. Do you know what I mean? It's just, it's just, ludicrous and all this as well oh you can only make them in three windows though so it takes forever when you have five substitutes in the game for do you know how boring it is when you it's live just being like oh another substitution oh we can do it in three windows but yeah they take three players off in one window and they all come off one at a time one at a time especially if they're trying to waste time exactly well i say guaita is going to have an absolute field day trying to time waste he's good at it now but fucking hell <laughs> he is the key he even gets the the handshake from pep guardiola in the game probably te- <laughs> yeah. you're, you're you're a good goalkeeper you don't need to do this why are you doing this shut up mate like, yeah go away pep give me five subs and then never make any fucking subs you oh, dickhead um but yeah i did touch on there that we have depth these days and um, we might need to be exploiting some of that depth because Zaha and Elise on on international duty somehow have picked up I don't know what a grade 2 hamstring is for Zaha and a foot injury for Elise but Vieira seemed when talking to the press today you know he refused to rule them out yeah well I, the first thing I read about Elise was on this French papers website that said it was a swollen foot and then the next day some fucking random bloke on twitter is talking about oh he's getting a scan on his hamstring and he's got crutches well (laughs) apparently not i mean i don't know who that bloke is probably says it but the swollen foot you would think i mean probably don't risk either of them for arsenal game Mm. and then swollen foot will be all right will yeah i mean i don't know what i what did you say? It was a type two or whatever hamstring? I don't know what that means. He looked <laughs> he looked quite happy when he was talking to Gay before the game. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't, obviously with these players, you don't want to risk it in the big game in the horizons, the Chelsea semi final. So, I suppose just sort of chill out with them until then and hope they're all right. But yeah. Vieira did seem a little less sort of concerned than the out, outrage on Twitter when it all broke. So. 
hopefully that's a good sign. Yeah, I've been I try and to distance myself from Twitter rumours and all of that. And in the past, I always used to really want to know like inside information and all of that. I've just now I'll find out when they tell us. Like, yeah, I can't I can't, <laughs> I can't change it in any way, shape, or form. Do you know what I mean? Like, exactly. Just turn up on a day and see the lineup come out at two o'clock and be like, oh. <laughs> oh schlup again great uh, <laughs> all this schlup slander from you today come on I know I know he's been doing alright he, he, he more than alright actually I think he's doing it really well I I actually agree I actually I apologise I know that you're listening Jeff and I apologise <laughs> um, and there's Rumours that James McArthur might be back in time for the mm. game, at least to make the squad, which is, you know, just in time to Clark Saka back up into the air again. Yep. <laughs> it's funny. Um, they're still very sore about this uh, when he hoofed Saka up in the air. I hear Saka's but then still in the pretty second... sore as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then I saw this video this Arsenal fan had made of like all of these like <laughs> niggly little shitbag fouls that Ben White did and they're like oh that's what I like to see well yeah. then <laughs> exactly. I'll tell you where else you can see it when Saka's been booted up in the air and you can't yeah, complain exactly that's exactly when it's happening to them it's a conspiracy and everyone's out yeah. to get Arsenal um, when they're doing it it's um, top shithousery <laughs> it's yeah. like it's come on mate I mean that Ben White is he keeps doing it like he's yeah. going. Eventually, the referees are going to have a discussion, and VAR is going to pick him up on it and send him off. Like he's kicking people off the ball. Like it's yeah. completely. And, and I don't. I don't know how it's not the definition of a red card. No, and a couple of them that I saw were like someone sort of breaking into into the Arsenal half, like streaking away from there from any of the other Arsenal players, and he just like just punts him in the ankle and knocks him over. Yeah. And it's like, well, that's. You know, if the referee sees it, you would say then it's like nailed on. But yeah, in, let's, in, hope, in, let's hope he doesn't get away with it on Monday. Yeah, exactly. Well, mm. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, so Monday we've got our Arsenal team news. It looks like Ramsdale probably not going to make it. Um, Saka's had COVID, but he missed out the England squad. And he, I imagine, unless he's seriously impacted his health which is unlikely for a youngster mm. who's who's fit and healthy um, I'm sure he'll be back and playing um, Patrick Vieira talks about we're a different team since we last played them but I think it's fair to say they're a different team since we last played them as well with um, getting getting rid of so, some players I mean uh, you've got to imagine a, there was a problem there with Aubameyang and that's why mm -hmm. they ended up getting rid and so on but um Certainly a, a much more, what you'd expect from Arsenal performances with more of late. Yeah, I've I've seen a couple of their games recently and they do look a lot better than they did when we played them. I, I mean, I thought when we played them at the Emirates, we were, we were much better than them. You know, them getting their last minute equaliser was jammy. Um, but yeah, since then they... <laughs> fluke, fluke goal. Fluke, average. A very average, a, a very uh, average flute goal. Yeah. Um, but they, yeah, they they look they look way more confident now. They they look a lot better on the ball than they did when we played them. So it's going to be a very tough game. I mean, but then that that said, I mean we we've been playing very well of late. You know, um, 
I think first half against Wolves was probably the best 45 minutes we've had under Vieira. And then the second half was very good defensively. Man City, I thought we played very well against Everton. We obviously battered. So we're in good form too. I mean, it's. Um, I think it'd be a tough game, but I, I'd be surprised if Arsenal fans weren't thinking the same. Mm. Yeah, I mean, Arsenal been doing particularly well away from home, uh, where we haven't won in the Premier League at home for five games now, which surprised me when I read that stat. I was a bit like, hmm. really? And counting back, I'm like, oh yeah, no, it's, that's right because you get the four, you get the two FA Cup wins thrown into the mix yeah. in there, um, which kind of skew it a bit. Uh, but the Arsenal are like taking the lead and consolidating on it in away games. You know, they've got like, I think in their last five away games, I think they've been winning or four, they've been winning at half time and then winning at full time as well. So, yeah. um, and it's definitely, you know, you see that that, that counter attacking is very, very good. So, yeah, it's going to be a tough game, really interesting battle. And I think it could. It's going to be a good uh, barometer for both teams in terms of sort of marking where they've come since that game back then. Yeah, where, um, yeah, be interested. But I think happy with a point, or yeah, I would be. I th- I mean, they're still. I mean, we think they had to be happy with a point a lot this season. <laughs> yeah, we have, <laughs> and you know, you know me. I predict naught points all the time, so I'm always happy with a point. Um, <laughs> I'm always. I think uh, I said this before the Man City game, but against the sort of so-called big teams or at least teams at the top of the table, I'm always happy to get a point, mm. you know, in before a game. I'm all right during a game if we've 3-0 up and don't win, then that's a bit annoying. But before the game, if you'd say, yeah, point against, you know, two points across the season against Arsenal, I'd absolutely four, take that. Four against City. Four against City, yeah. Yeah. I'll take that. That's all right. <laughs> well, no, the, the none against Liverpool and Chelsea is becoming a regular occurrence. Um which yeah, that's a bit annoying. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, like I, I do think it'd be interesting. It'd be interesting to see how we do if Elise and Wilf aren't playing, and whether yeah. Ebbs then gets a looking in the league, or whether he plays uh, Edouard and Ayu, because mm. that makes it a sort of different type of performance. I think there was definitely some flashes from Ebbs in that FA Cup quarter final that he was looking back to his old self somewhat. Um, the drops of the shoulders and the gliding yes. was cut was coming back in um in Suarez, yeah, just really um you know to pass the wheel for JP's goal was you know lo- lovely, perfectly weighted would, and would you describe that pass as average or better than average? <laughs> um no it was definitely it was average average pass, um fluky cross from Wilf because um, <laughs> he because he's got because he's got no end product. That's and, right. Um and just a toe punt from Mateta. He yeah, just jammy. Flip fluked it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, don't be salty. Come on um, now. But no, it, it, it was really good to see Ebbs back because he's had the old cameo and hasn't really looked the, as as we'd hope, which is understandable given the injury. Mm. But yeah, he really he really got into his groove against Everton and if he can do that for a few more games for the end of the season, it's a bonus, I think. Yeah, indeed. Okay, I'd yeah, I'd be happy with a point as well. Obviously, um, I don't know. I, I I do worry that it's gonna. We've got this game and then the Leicester game following it up um, mm-hmm. before the FA Cup semi final. Always that worry of 
our people have they got their head on the semi-final you know yeah the, one, the good thing is we do have Conor Gallagher or the bad thing as it is that you know he's still gonna he's he's not got to think about that semi-final as he? he's gonna yeah true. still still be putting in the shifts hopefully so I don't know we'll, we'll see how it goes but um yeah I, I'll, t- I'll take a point as you say anytime against one of the the big traditional top six um that's it I think um quick one on the on the, after a while out a month out of no pods um ease ourselves back in um, hopefully yeah. Albert should be back with us next week um when we look ahead to Leicester I did some yes. research to see who right I, I only reason I know that is because I had to buy the tickets for our group for that so that's <laughs> nice. yeah so yeah, so I think we'll, uh, I know, look out our socials. We'll do that either Wednesday or Thursday next week. Um, and also look at the back of the nest socials to get involved in the group chat on Discord if you're into that kind of thing. Um, I actually use Discord, so you actually might get some messages from me on there if you if you join in. It has gifts like, what's Discord? He's just what a he's, dream. Googling it. <laughs> he's Googling it right now. Um but yeah, so thanks for listening. Uh, hopefully we'll be back in the swing of things now and on a regular basis through to the end of the season where which will be crowned as FA Cup champions and um, FA Cup champions, FA Cup winners and um, a European tour. Pretty oh much God, on. Please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> please. <laughs> yeah, it would be Spartak Moscow, Dynamo Kiev. <laughs> and, well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know. Brilliant. Thanks, everyone, for listening. And we'll be back next week. And until then, up the palace. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mate's already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.